So we're continuing. I'm sorry, we are starting now. We finished talking about Shuas Hakadim. Now we talk about Shuas Haedus. Halacha Aleph five twenty-seven. You said. Someone who demands some witnesses in order to testify him to come and testify on his behalf. A testimony that because of their testimony, the the the, the plaintiff, the defendant, excuse me, is going to have to pay based on their edus and only based on their edus, not because of a combined factor. Levada, yeah. He's going to have to pay the, the plaintiff money and movable property, not not karka, but the kafir edus and nishbu. And they say we don't know it. We weren't there. We didn't see what happened. And they make a shavuot to that effect. Whether they made the shavuot inside or outside of bezdin. Because their denial by refusing to testify, and only because of their denial, no other factors as we'll see, caused this person to lose money, and therefore they're hired for shvuas eidos. Or it was later found out that they were lying. Or they, or they admitted, yeah, yeah. If it but the teveya. Administered a shvur to them, right? He he challenged them to a shvur and they denied it. Again, even though they didn't make the shvur, they, they didn't say amen. Even shukafur, once they deny, they say we don't know any testimony that's beneficial for to you, and um, and uh, they deny it after being administered a shvur. for the issue of making a false shvur. A shvur is edus. The shvur has to happen in. Bezdin. Excuse me. When he administers a shvur to men, they, it has to be in Bezdin. When they say a shvur on their own, we don't owe you any money. We swear we don't know, we don't know any witness, any testimony for you. That could be outside of Bezdin. But when he says to them, when the plaintiff says to them, I'm you, I administer a shvur to you, that you don't owe any edus, that has to be in Bezdin. Now we'll see now, that the kfido, when they, did, when they initially deny that they know anything, that has to be in Bezdin. The Shavuah, Lav Dafka has to be in Bezdin, when they articulate their own Shavuah, but the Kfir has to be in Bezdin. What's the penalty for someone who falsely shvirs Shavuah's Eidus? We'll see. No, not a carbon. Base. Ein ha'edim chayav b'shavuah's Eidus. The Eidim are not chayav for this false Shavuah, the Shavuah's Eidus. Ad shich furu b'edus and Bezdin. Unless they deny knowing any testimony that's helpful to this person, they have to make a denial in Bezdin. Ben shnishbuah yishbiah b'bezdin. Ben shnishbuah yishbiah chutzah b'bezdin. Whether they... The shvua they take, or the person administers a shvua to them, is inside or outside of bezdin. But the kvira has to be in bezdin. Now, here in South Sudan, I'm saying, says ben shen nishbu, or yishbi on chutz They could administer an oath to them outside of bezdin. But in the previous halacha, we said that in the end of halacha aleph, that that we said that when he's mashbiya, he administers a shvua to the edim. That must be done in Bezdin. So I'm not sure why over here he says that the, the, it could be, he says, I'm not sure how you uh, deal with that particular contradiction, but okay, anyway. The denial, when they say, we don't know you, we don't know any testimony that can help be helpful to you, that has to be in Bezdin. Remember it says, if they don't, if they don't relate their testimony, they bear the aver of lying. So, in the place where if they say they're Eidos, it's going to be effective. Where is that? In Bezdin. So, that's the place where they don't say their testimony, they're Chayev. So, they have to deny knowing anything in the Bezdin. The Shvui they take to back up their denial, which is a, a false Shvui and a false denial, that could be either inside or outside of Bezdin. Now, 
if they deny they know anything in Bezin, and the person says, I'm a to you, I administer shvur to you, that you're taka telling me the truth, that you don't know any, it is helpful to me, does that have to be in Bezin, outside of Bezin? The halacha Aleph is pretty clear, it has to be in Bezin. Um, in the halacha Bayes, the Lashon is a bit more obscure, so I'm not sure. Okay. If he demands the testimony, that testimony is not going to help them money wise. Let's say, for example, he wants him to say testimony that his mother got a got a, um, a kosher get before she got remarried, and so he's not a mamzer or he's a kain or whatever it is. Or he wants him to say edus that this piece of property belongs to him that he bought it from the guy. Or this evidence belongs to him, or that this person has a star that he's holding that, 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 that benefits him. The Chalf of when they deny and they make a Shavua. Again, they, obviously the case is the Chalf conversation only begins if the Kfir is invested in and they make a Shavua, wherever they make the Shavua. But Turn Mishwah said, this, this case, even though it turns out they're lying, they do know they saw him buy the property, or they saw him buy the slave, or they saw this guy. Oh, they know he's holding on. He's, they, they, um, they did see this person who's holding the contract that helps this guy who wants him to produce the star that, that, that helps him. So, because the only view if you pay for an attest, the testimony that's monetary and not not karka, not property. That has to be similar to the bikadin or the deposit or the, the, the thing which is stolen that the, the parsha describes in, in, in Vayikra where it says the bigazel over there, that whole parsha of which is movable property which has actual monetary value as opposed to a star, which is only valuable because it has value in terms of what it can tell you but not because of any actual value. When they testify this way falsely, Excuse me. When they say the testimony, they'll have to pay him. That's the kind of aid. That's the kind of edus which, if you know it and you deny it false and you swear to that effect, you chayev shuas edus. So basically, we learn from the parsha of shuas apikadin, whatever type of thing. If I make a shvur that I don't owe you, that and I'm and I'm lying, I'm chayev shuas apikadin. If Reuven and Shimon has no testimony that I do owe you that thing, and they lie about it and they swear, that's the, that's when they're chayev for shuas edus. Same type of scenario. Yeah. Dalit. Someone makes a Eide Knas, Edim, who know that he's owed a Knas. And they deny. So he makes a Shvu, and he deny, and he, um, they make a Shvu that they don't know any Edus, and they're also denying it. So again, you have to have both, the Kfir and the Shvu. But Torah Mishvu is Edus, their Potter, even if they're lying, turns out the lying, they're Potter from the dinner of Shvu is Edus. Why? If they should Im, you call them Edus, they'll the Knas. Since if the person came and admitted he does owe the knas, you put him in the shalom, he's put from paying. And the only reason why he's chayiv to pay the knas if Adam testify is because he's also a player over here. He's a contributor. How is he contributing? By denying. By Dafka not admitting, that's the only reason why the Adam is relevant. Even though Adam afterwards come and they testify, excuse me. If this person says, you're right, I, I owe you the knas, because I owe you the kefal, for example, I stole from you in the middle of the night, he'll be part of him paying. And even if later on Adam come, once he admits, he's, he's got free. If Adam come before he admits, he's chayab the knas. But here when he admits on his own, he's part of him the knas. So it turns out, that the Adam, who would in theory come and say that he is owes the knas that that testimony they would say which would make him have to pay the knas is not the only factor Levada it's not the only thing over here making the guy 
that would make the person have to pay. It's their edus together with his sustained denial. But but if he would admit the edus becomes irrelevant. Therefore, if they swear they, they don't know edus and they, and they swear they swear they, they know, don't know any testimony, and they're lying. So when the person says he lent him money, and the guy says I don't I never borrowed, and the edim could testify and prove he owes him. But they're choosing not to, and they they, they lie and they say we don't know, we don't know any aiders for you. So if they would testify, based on the testimony, he would have to pay. And why would they have to pay? Because this guy testified. No other factor is relevant over here. Whether he's going to admit or not, if he if he admits, so fine, he'll have to pay because of his own admission. Then their testimony is irrelevant. But if he, but 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 um, but in the case of a knas, if if he admits, he won't have to pay. It's doubtful because he's denying that, that it's only because the, he's denying and saying, I, I don't owe you a knas, then the aid is relevant saying, no, you do owe the knas, you have to pay. So the only reason why their testimony is relevant or effective is because the person maintains his innocence and says, I don't owe the kefal. And the aid comes and saying, no, you do owe the kefal. And we say, Bezin says to him, listen, mister, two aid are believed over you, pay the kefal. So the only reason why their aid would be relevant is because if he's denounced. It comes out. But don't we say like a migur? Like no, 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 no. And therefore, the only reason why their aid would be relevant is because of his sustained denial. So why would their theoretical testimony be relevant? The testimony combined with his denial makes him chayiv the kefal. And we said that the only reason, the only time a person's chayiv for making a false shvua sa'edus is if the only thing that would make the person have to pay is their testimony. Over here, there's two ingredients, their testimony and the person's, the, the person's adamant denial. And therefore, the part of Shus Eidus. Knas is fine? Yes. Okay. It's, it's a kind of knas. But the if the guy says to him, listen, you guys, you know, you saw this person steal from you in the middle of the night, he owes me kefal. Or, and then afterwards, you, just, you saw him sell or shech the animal. Therefore, he owes me four or five times, depending on the type of animal it is. The chaf, when they say never happened, we don't know any edus that's helpful to you, and they're lying. Chayav mishvua se'edus. They are chayav for mishvua se'edus. Not because of the kefel, or the abba chamisha, but simply because of the original amount. Let me pay a kefel shul knas, but not because of the kefel that's a knas. So therefore, because of the, the $100 that he stole, that, they're not, that the guy is not having to pay, because they're not testifying, they're chayav mishvua se'edus. Now, if the guy admitted <laughs> that he stole it, he, if, if, if he says to him, you, you stole from me in the middle of the night, he says, wait a minute, I robbed you in broad daylight. So he's admitting to Karen, but he's denying the kefal. So then, and, and, and the Adem could say testimony, that it's not true, he's lying, he stole in the middle of the night, he's high of kefal, not just 100. So then, they're part of the like we said before, because it's a knast. The, 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 the question on the table is just the kefal. The Karen is not a, not a, not a, not a conversation anymore. He's admitting to have stolen the, the item. But he's saying, I stole it in a way that I don't, I'm not chayav kefal. So therefore, the only question is knas. He, he would not be chayav shuas bikadim, shuas edus. Over here, the guy is saying the whole thing never happened. Never stole from you bechlal. And if the edim said you did steal, he'd have to pay back the original amount plus whatever knas is relevant. But the reason why they're chayav shuas edus is because of the original principal amount, not because of the knas. Same thing as if he says to them, I administer shvu to you to testify that this individual seduced or raped my daughter, and he's high to pay damages and, and, and embarrassment plus the knas, a so 50 shekel. The chaf, when they say, We don't know anything, we never saw it, and they're lying. Again, the chayiv shvu seedus, not because of the knas, because of the monetary restitution they have to make, namely the embarrassment and the, 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 the 
devaluation of this girl now in the slave market. Essentially, it's equivalent to what we call Nezek. Pagam and Nezek are the same thing. It's just different situations. Because if the uh, defendant admits he did, did, did this to this girl, he would have to pay the, the embarrassment and the, and, the, and, the, and the Pagam. Again, but learning from not the knas. The chen koyz possessing applies all situations. So, because in these cases the person is not just a denying a knas, which if he would admit to that, he would he would be potter from, but he's denying a principal monetary obligation, which if, if he would admit to it, he'd be highest to pay it. But he's denying it, and if the aider would just come and say their testimony, he would have to pay it. But they're refusing to and they're lying about it. Therefore, the chayev should say this halacha vav. Until they make the shua after being um, demanded of such by the by the plaintiff or his or or his or his, uh, his, his agent, his lawyer, let's say. If they make the shua to him before he demands it from them, that patur mishuas edus and their potter. When it came to shua shapikadim, we didn't say this, right? By he said, if the guy turns around and says to him, why are you chasing after me? I make a shvu, I owe you nothing. And he's lying. He's hired for the shvu of, of falsely denying he owes money. But now we're talking about the Adim who witnessed the episode. It turned, I'm saying they have to first be demanded by the uh, person who wants to bring them to Bezdin. After being demanded of such, they deny it and they make a shvu. That's when the chayev shvu says, so Zayin Ketzat, if the, the plaintiff sees them they, 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 the witnesses see this guy following them. But Amulai, they say to him, What are you coming after us for? Make a shvua that we don't know any aiders to you, right? We know this guy has a dinner in town. And they see him chasing and they say, We make a shvua, we don't know any aiders that can be helpful to you. And they're lying. They're potter from making a false shvua seidus, even though they're lying. Why? Because the teve didn't have a chance to demand it from them yet and say to them, You know, testify on my behalf. They, on their own, initiated the Shavuah before he demanded it from them. Same thing would be if even if the Nitva, the defendant, who's being sued by the plaintiff, yeah? So, um, makes the aid to make a Shavuah. He says to him, I administer an oath to you. That if you know what testimony that's helpful to the guy who's claiming to sue me, you should come and say to Edus, and they should testify to him. They say, no, we don't know anything that can be helpful to him. Now, why the defendant is demanding they testify on half of the plaintiff, it's a good question. Maybe, maybe because he thinks that these Edim are more beneficial than the other Edim. Like they saw something that's more, that's less incriminating to him. Whatever it is, the fact is that they deny it. They're part of making a false Unless they are first administered the and demanded from by the, by the plaintiff, by the guy demanding the money. So it has to be the guy demanding the money over here. It's a defendant, therefore the shvur is not relevant, right? The ain't, or, excuse me, the not, that's not relevant. It's uh, it's not a false. It's not considered as false shvur seidus. The ain't such learning this to say. If I say to two edim, you, I'm, I, make, I administer shvur to you, that you don't know any edus that's helpful to Chaim Yankel who's suing Getzel. They deny and make a shvur. She ain't do the potter. She ain't zet tevei about the atzim because this guy demanding on them to make a shvur. He's not, a, uh, he's not a litigant in the case of Akhlaab. The Chaynim Kadim of Shvu Leidus. If also, if the Shvuah precedes the Eidus, Hayyadah Paturim of Shvuah Leidus, that's also Pater. In other words, we'll see an example in Akhlaab. So, Emmerd says, Vesham Akhlaab of Wu'aid, he heard the sound of a, of a curse, in other words, or an oath. 
So in other words, the guy administers the to them. Who a he's a witness and, he's, and, he, and he doesn't admit he doesn't admit knowing the testimony. In other words, you first the pasuk says he first hears a shavua. He first is, is administered an oath to him, and then afterwards makes a shavua. The edus precedes the shavua. The testimony precedes. In other words, the fact that he saw what he saw precedes the shavua that he made lying about what he saw. Not the reverse. For example, I administer an oath to you two people. Whether in the future, tomorrow, when you know testimony, you're going to see I'm going to lend money to this guy or that he's going to damage my property or whatever it is. Then you're going to come the day after tomorrow and testify on my behalf. They see Amen. Afterwards, they see the episode. They see the guy damages his property or lends him money or whatever it is. They says, "Okay, come testify." They say, "No, we didn't see anything." They are part of Why? Because they first made the shvur before they knew the testimony. You have to first know the testimony, then lie about what you know in order to be chayiv. Over here, they made the shvur before they knew anything. Test. The Edim in all these cases where he's potentially chayiv, for sure, are not chayiv unless the, the, the person who's demanding it, the plaintiff, d- designates them. Cases, for example, a guy gets up in Shul and he says, after Shachas, yeah, whatever, after David, I administer an edus to anybody, meaning anybody on earth. Who knows Edus that he comes and testifies on my behalf? The whole Shul answers Amen. The Edim who actually saw what happened, he says, Whoever saw this guy who damaged my car, for example, I don't know who it is, whoever saw Edus has to come testify. The whole Shul says Amen, and the Edim who saw what happened are there. And afterwards, he finds out who the two people are, and he demands they come testify on his behalf, and they say, No, we don't know anything. Even though they're lying. When he said, I administer an oath to everybody, he didn't designate them. He said, Anybody, meaning anyone in the whole world. So it has to be some kind of subcategory. He says, He doesn't say you too. He says, I initially know to everybody here in the shul, like even 770, which is very big. But he designates some element of the population from the rest of the world, whoever's here. Whoever knows what happened last night, you know, the guy damaged my car, they should come and testify on my behalf. And the Aiden were present there, and they denied it. And I guess they have to clear it. Oh, well, then, then answer, oh, man, no, they just denied it, right? That's sufficient. The two Edim who are lying and they say we don't know anything, they are chayiv for Shuvah's Edim. By saying whoever stands in this shul, that's considered designating these people out from among the general population, and, um, and therefore that counts as designating them. They're chayiv for lying about what they know. And from here you can also derive something else. You can make a... Make a Make a demand, uh, administer a shur to people, even if I don't know for a fact you know Edus. If I know you, you were there and lent him money, of course I can say, I make I'm, I'm a you a shur to come testify. But let's say I don't know. I don't know who is there. Whoever knows, if, if, if you saw Edus, I administer a shur to you that you come testify. I, I don't know for sure if you know or not. But I'm saying if you do, still it's considered good shur to Edus. If he says to witnesses, come testify that this person owes me a money, $100. And afterwards, when he says, when he says he demands from them to come testify, he stands up and he says, he makes a shvua, he administers a shvua to anybody who knows Edus to him. They should come testify, and he says, anybody in the world, and these two people do not come and testify, because first he demanded from them. So because he designated them before, 
And he singled them out when he said, I want you to come say Eidus for me. So by implication, later afterwards, when he gets up and says, whoever knows Eidus must come testify, that's a continuation of these two individuals being demanded from, and therefore they're chayiv for denying upon Shavuah that they know Eidus. Vushi, you, Oz, Now we said the chayra, that it has to be in Bezdin when they deny the Shavuah, right? So the Ram clarifies that these two people have to be in the shul at that time, right? So when he says Ruven and Shimon, I demand of you to come and testify on my behalf. He doesn't, make a, he, doesn't, he doesn't say Shavua. He just says, I demand you to come testify. Then he gets up and says to the whole shul, whoever is standing over here, I administer a Shavua to you, that you, if, that you, if you know the testimony, come testify. And at that time, those two people were still in shul, the Yish on Bezdin, there was a Bezdin in the shul at the time. Then they're chayef for making a false However, if there was no Bezdin present, if they answered Amen, then the chayef of Shavua is only if later or before they deny knowing anything in Bezdin. If they don't say Amen, then they don't say So in other words, they have to answer Amen um, if the Bezdin is not present. Yeah. So this is but over here. It's not enough just to deny and say no. We don't know. Normally, we said before when a guy says, "I administer a to you," you don't know testimony that can be beneficial to me. Be beneficial to me. They say we don't know anything. That's enough to make a false shuvah. Even though they did not say amen. Over here, however, according to the Rambam, it's necessary for them to say amen. Um, because of the way that it happened, because of the, because there's no, there's no Bezin present, and they, there's no Bezin, Sai has no Bezin present, Sai, he first said to them, I demand you swear to me, but he administered the Shavu in a much more general terminology, so therefore they have to, they have to say Amen, and, and then afterwards deny it in a, later in a Bezin. Okay, Halacha Yudalaf. Whether a person administers a Shavu to his test, to his witnesses, Oh, he tells them, I command you a Shavua. Or, or I, 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 I am uh, binding you with a Shavua. In all these cases, by when they deny that they know any testimony, the Chayef make a false Shavua. And the provider, he has to make the Shavua with a name of Hashem or one of Hashem's titles, like the Merciful One or the Eternal One or something like that. As we said in Perak Beis. Halachidal. Excuse me, base. unless he did it in a lashon that they recognize. So if they have a translator, for example, could be lab after the chayav v'shvua. The guy says to him something in Chinese. He says, "What did you say?" You know, and the guy says it in, in, into, into the translation app. He translates it. He knows what the guy is saying, maybe, but the mishas he heard the shvua. He doesn't know what they're saying. Therefore, he, but his, his denial is not considered a shvua. Yud gimel. So it comes out. The Edom are only chayav v'shuas If they're lying about knowing something, that, knowing testimony, it's beneficial to somebody. If there's ten factors, ten no, conditions. If it's said in another language and it's translated, he can deny. It, well, he's not allowed to deny it, but the fact is, he's not chayav for making a shuas He's not considered making a false shuas edus. What are the ten things required to be chayav for making a false shuas edus? When you say you, you don't know testimony, but you really do. 
be demanded from to make the such by the plaintiff himself, not by anybody else. In this moment, it has to be a monetary issue, not about whether or not he's a mamzer or something, or whether his mother's get was kosher. It has to be monetary things that are movable property, not karka, not property, not, not, not land. And that if the witnesses would testify because of their testimony, and only because of their testimony and no contributing factors, would they ha- a person have to pay? It has to be only after the plaintiff demands to make a shvua, not before. It has to be the denial happens in Bezdin. It has to be made with Hashem's name or, or a reference to Hashem. And it has to be they know testimony. After knowing the testimony, they lie about it, as opposed to the reverse. Reverse order. And then when he makes his shvua, or when he makes the demand of them, even though it's not, even though it's not mamash like in the Yud, he designates them from the population, or at least subcategorizes them in, in uh, uh, the way we said. He says to the people here in the show, all of you people, has to be a language that they know. Whatever we say that they're putter for making a false. Making a regular, good old-fashioned false shavuah. That means that they uh, provided them, they made the shavuah, or they answered amen after the person administered the shavuah to them. Because that makes a false shavuah. Um, so, so as opposed to a case where, where the guy administers a shavuah to them, um, and they deny. They say, no, we don't know. And they're lying. So the Chayav Shuvah Se'edus, but because they, because they, yeah, because they lied. Right, fine. Even though they didn't say, Amin. Av Shuvah Se'edus, if someone is Mechuyiv to, um, is Chayav making a false Shuvah Se'edus, Av Apishu Mishnish Baal even though he made it, the guy says, I, the guy says, I, I swear I don't know Edus for you, right? Um, and even though he's lying, even he's intentional, he's only chayev for making a false not for shuas bitter. You can't be chayev both. What's a regular expressive shuah, right? Like I think they call it double jeopardy, right? You can't be chayev for the two partners for the same thing. Because the Torah takes the category of making a false edus shuah. Out of the general category of making a regular shavuah, the chayiv hamezis bo bekashayin carbon avaleim malchus. To make it different, that when you make an intentional, whether you whether you whether you um, made this, whether you lied about making knowing testimony for this person intentionally, or whether it was unintentional, we'll see what unintentional means. Whether you forgot that you knew the edus, or you didn't know the punishment, the the, the, the punishment the punishment is the same if it's shayu or amazing, whether it's intentional or unintentional. It's a carbon. Now, a person has to bring a special carbon. Um, 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 no, it's a, sorry, I forgot the name. It's it's a, it's a, a, a certain carbon. He has to bring for the, a carbon of the I think it is that It's a carbon which which fluctuates based on your based on your uh, financial status. I, I think. That's the punishment of making a false shvuah Whether you're in a shengig or a mezid, not malchus. When a person makes a false shvuah, that I swear yesterday I went to this place and I'm really lying. I'm Chayav Malkus. Over here, because it's a, it's, it's a situation of where it's a Shuvah Seidus, you're not Chayav Malkus, instead you're Chayav Eid Karban. Shemar, it says, the Achas Me'ela, one of these cases, the Min Echad, 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 the Min Ech
when you make a false shvua, you can't be high for two different types of false shvuas, to the point that you're going to say, this guy who swore he doesn't know Edus, and he really did know, he's high for two, both shvuas Edus and shvuas Bito, we don't say that, and therefore he's high only one. Tezvav. I administer shvu to you that, you that you should come and testify on my behalf that this person owes me a pekadin, which is like a, 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 I gave him to watch something, and it's too much yard, a deposit, guzzling, he, stole, he robbed me, he stole from me, or sorry, something I lost and he found. And the guy responds, I make a shvu, I don't know any edus for you. This is very similar to what we had yesterday. only one false shvu, one carbon, because it's one false shvu. But if as I make a shvu, I don't owe you any of these four things. He articulates each one of them. And he's lying. He's chayav each one of them separately, four separate carbonus. Again, over here, it's not a matter of difference in terms of how the thing is owed to him, whether he stole it, or the guy lost it, or it's a, or it's a deposit. It's different, let's say, in all these cases, to be cut them, but the fact is it's three different species. And he specifies the three different types of grain. So, and the witnesses respond, we make a shvu, we don't know any edus for you. However, if they say, we swear we don't know Edus that you that you have uh, this person owes you anything in terms of having your wheat, barley, or buckwheat, and he repeats all three. Each one of them has three separate shuas. And again, the, the, the difference of difference of whether or not it's one shu or three shuas is also relevant because if the buckwheat, the barley, and the and the and, and the wheat are each valued at a half of a pruta each. Then the combined, if it's one combined shvua, he's chayav for a false shvua. If, however, it's not, um, if, however, it's the, the, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's it's three separate shvuas, each one of them is worth less, less than a prutus, then he's not chayav anything at all. Yud If multiple people come and they demand you testify on our behalf, or they say and and uh, let's say the whole community comes to two, two people and say, say Edus that you know. This sefer belongs to our shul, right? That the whole shul demanding the Adam come testify. This sefer is ours, and they say we make a shul. We don't know you guys. We don't know any testimony that's helpful to you people. Adam chiyav malachas only chayav for one false shul. They say we make a shul. We don't know it is for you and for you and for you. And they point to each person and, and they keep repeating it. Chayav malachas malachas. However many people it is, a chayav a separate shul for each one. As we described in the case of shuas bekod mitches. If a person makes a shvua, I swear that I do know Edus for you. And the truth is, he's lying. He doesn't know anything. He never saw what happened. He's putter completely. He's not high of shvua's Edus, nor shvua's bite. Why is that? I understand why he's not high of shvua's Edus. Shvua's Edus is denying you know testimony when you do not know it. Over here, he's saying, I do know testimony. He doesn't know it. He's does not. She was Edus. But why is it not Chayav for Shuas Bitoy for saying a lie? I'm swearing I know something that's, that I don't know. It's like saying, I'm, I, I swear I know your name and I don't know it. I'm Chayav Shuas Bitoy. Here I say, I swear I know who owes you money and I really don't. Why am I a potter? One of the principles of Shuas Bitoy, regular false Shua, there has to be a possibility of both positive and negative. I swear I went yesterday to, 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 to New Jersey. I swear I did not go to New Jersey. The both are possibilities. Or I swear I will go tomorrow, I won't go tomorrow. Both possibilities. So that's, you have to have both. If he says, 
If I make a shvua that I don't know any testimony for you, ain't a shvuas bitei el shvuas edus. That's there's no shvuas bitei there, right? It's dafka shvuas edus. Since the negative side, the negative uh, language, I don't know any testimony for you. There's no possibility of a classic shuvas bitei. All you have is shuvas edus. Kachen shuvas of the positive terminology that I do where I swear I do know testimony for you. And therefore, because the negative language, there's no possibility of making shuvas bitei. The positive language, there's no possibility as well. So the person says, I swear I know testimony for you. And, it's, and he's lying. Um, he's not chayv or anything. Not shuvas. It is not shuvas bitei. Yud tes. It is a very obvious thing. The person says, I swear I testified on your behalf last year at the, at the Din Terra, but he never did. Or he says, I swear I did not testify, but he really did testify. She's talking about an, an, a past event. It's very simply, it's a classic false It's not a because means I testify what I do know, what I don't know. Over here, he's simply testifying about an event that he did something or did not do something, and he's lying about it. Therefore, it's for regular Shuas